Alright, all you single people that are listening to this, I have something to say to all of you. Um, God bless you and have a great day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, it's February still. And February is rodeo month, so I do need to try to make time to take my wife to the rodeo. And, of course, my other wife, that is my brother Paul. Um, it would be ideal to get him out there. You guys know Paul. Paul Jimenez, the Paul Jimenez experience. Uh, he loves the rodeo. He loves cowboy stuff and, and country stuff. And he just loves being a cowboy at the rodeo. So, got to try to make that happen soon. Uh, maybe this Saturday? Is Saturday a good day? That's not a good day, is it? You know, it's actually probably not a good idea, but I don't know. I don't know. I'll work on it. Anyway, um, so, uh, a dating dating for singles uh i was thinking about this because my wife and i talk about this a lot uh we always in fact i think every time we go on a date if not every time at least most of the time that when we go when we have a date night or day or whatever whenever we have a date when we have a time to ourselves without the kids without anybody and no responsibilities um my favorite moments in life actually uh um when we get that time to ourselves we'll usually end up talking about uh what our dating life was like uh both with you know each other and even even before like past boyfriends and girlfriends and whatnot and 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 then you know we talk about sometimes current relationships and whether it's in the church or just friends we know of and whatnot and um what's very interesting is how different it is today you know, and I, I'll, I'll be the first to say I have no idea what it's like to date in 2022. Um, I, I, I just don't. And I, I have a few single friends that are my age or close to my age. And and from what I hear, it's like a nightmare. It's 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 very horrible. And the reason I hear that is because they have like a bunch of apps now, like dating apps and um they're like dangerous and scary and horrible places to, to, to try to find a date and it's like a whole other uh uh genre or you know a whole other whole other type of community that's on there and it's it sound it sounds horrendous from what i hear about it and then um besides the dating apps there's also just social media forums where you know through different forms from instagram to facebook to whatsapp or to snapchat to I don't know whatever else is out there. Badoo is that, that? That was an app, wasn't it? I, why did that come to my head? That was an app, I think. I don't know. Uh, Bumblebee. I've heard of that one. That's a dating app, and I only know about that because there's a uh, there's this page called like Good News, and I think they sponsor that thing. And I remember seeing Bumblebee, and I was like, "What is that? Is it? I don't, maybe that's not the name. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know anything. But anyway." Um, so there's all these like ways to talk to random people that are not like it used to be in the olden days. So in the olden days, the way uh, you approached someone that you wanted to talk to is um, you would grab your mask to go outside. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's not what we did. Uh, but you, it was mostly, most likely in person. Now, I got saved and started going to church when I was 16, so I never got to see the club scene, but my quote-unquote club scene was like quinceañeras and and 
those things sweet 16s and dance halls and you know stuff like that like we literally would go uh like sweet 16 hopping <laughs> like yeah i know but anyway yeah that was wild and you know and then all of that you know what all that entailed to be honest I'll, I'll let you know especially all you curious like if you're like a church kid or something and you're just like oh that lifestyle whatever let me just you know break away all curiosity for you and it usually consists of peer pressure which usually lied around you know drinking or smoking of some sort and then just a lot of uh you know young people doing dumb things in front of each other trying to get attention and you can say it was kind of like a young person mating call that has no idea what a mating call is and that's kind of what the dating world was like back in the day you just did dumb stuff in front of the opposite sex to get attention so that you could eventually talk or date hook up or whatever you wanted to do to each other and uh this is very vulgar but in a proper dating world where you're actually trying to be friendly and want to get to know each other and do things quote-unquote right or the right way um well that's found in the church quite a bit and um that was new to me when I started, you know, when I got saved and started to, to try to talk to girls in the church, I remember being very afraid, for one. I was very afraid. And that's, I'm just going to be honest here, it's because I knew myself. And I was a horrible person, especially when it came to girls um, as a teenager. So when I got saved and right with God, I felt like girls are just off limits. Like, I can't talk to them. Like, not even as friends, even. Like, I just felt like I'm... I, I'm just not a good guy, you know, and I, I wanted to stay away from girls and I, I genuinely had like a fear of of girls, especially church girls, like in the church, and I just bleh, I just like no, no. So um, you know, I graduated high school and then I I felt like I might be interested in someone, so I told myself I'm gonna wait a year. And guess what? I did. And um, during that year, I had a game plan. I said, you know what? I'm going to move out. I'm going to get a car. I'm going to learn how to pay rent, pay bills. And it was tough. I was 18 years old, and I just took the dive. And um, I grabbed one of my buddies and said, let's move out together. I pretty much made him move out against his will. And uh, he did. And I'm very grateful that he did because I could not have survived on my own because I was a knucklehead. And, uh, but you know, he did it with me and it was great. And, uh, you know, I kind of fumbled him and, you know, him too. We both kind of just not, not just him, everybody, honestly, like I'm gonna be honest, our, our generation, we, we, we went for it. We tried to talk to, you know, eventually at 19, 18, 19 years old, we tried to go out and talk to our friends and hang out and see if we can get this working. And I'm gonna be honest, it's just, we kind of fumbled, you know, and it, it's because we were learning. We know what we were doing. But the nice thing about it is it was very innocent and pure. There wasn't anything vulgar or gross or, you know, we didn't have like these horror stories of girls like calling, like yelling at us and cat fights. And, you know, I remember stuff like that when I was like just a, a just a dummy, you know, in middle school and high school. And that's what it was all about fights and who likes who and who's fighting over who and gossip and and we didn't have that when we were trying to do things right, yeah, very innocently and, and just genuinely trying to get to know each other. It kind of, even though we were kind of flopping and not doing so well, we were at least trying. And it, it kind of, in my opinion, it worked out because 
we were growing, we were maturing, and we took those dives, we took those chances to try to get to know each other and talk to each other, get coffee with one another, and and actually communicate and conversate and find out things about each other and not just for like gossip's sake or talking trash about each other because that's what the world was like but in the church it's like i genuinely just want to be a nice guy and get to know you and see where it goes you know and that was i was very new to that so when i eventually started to date my now wife um by this time i remember feeling like okay i I feel like i've (laughs) i don't know how to put it i feel like i fumbled enough to kind of be like i i think i i know how to be in a relationship i think and uh when we started talking and eventually dating i i I was like pretty i'm be honest i was pretty strict i had like these intense standards and i was kind of like okay you know, we're going to talk on the phone. That's fine. You know, we're adults. Uh, we can talk and text or whatever. But I would like to create a curfew where we're not going to end up talking or texting like two, three in the morning. You know, one, I need my sleep and I value it. And two, um, we just shouldn't do that because it's going to allow ourselves to probably go to places we shouldn't go mentally. I want to keep this innocent and pure. And she was on board with that, you know, and that helped a lot. It was natural. And uh, she she was into that. Uh, she was into me having standards, like, in a sense, protecting us, you know. And then uh, the next, you know, besides that, the next big thing is um, uh, we're going to be around people. I don't mind going on dates with her. Like, we eventually, of course, we were dating, we were courting, or, you know, whatever word you want to use. And I was, I wanted to be a gentleman. So when we went out, I wanted to make sure it was within a good time period and that it was um like in a, in a public forum i didn't want to do anything private like we weren't just gonna hang out with each other in private by ourselves you know uh we didn't need to do that we weren't trying to get close physically we were trying to get close mentally and emotionally and get to learn each other and talk to each other and that was a big part of keeping things innocent and pure and of course i'm saying all this like if i know what i was doing no no i went to church for a while (laughs) you know well at least uh like four or five years by the time her and i started to talk and date and i at least studied and listened and paid attention to some of the things that were out there and then and also in attempting to try to talk to different girls in the church I, i learned what you know not to do and uh and what was okay and stuff and and i was accountable that was a big big one being accountable with people around me and uh having like an accountability circle if you will i had a few guys i talked to now if you don't go to church and like you know you just kind of date to date and you know and you you're like whoa no you didn't get physical like you know like that's that's your prerogative for one but secondly um that was my life at this point my life was to do things pure and innocent and 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 also i'm gonna use this word correct i wanted to do things right i didn't want to do things wrong i didn't want people to question and and it's not that i cared about what people thought it's that i didn't want to live in regret i didn't want to have regrets because i was too loose in how i was going to be involved in a relationship and i felt like that's who i was before in the world before i got saved and before i started going to church when i just did things on my own i felt like i was just a loose cannon and i i did a lot of dumb things and i made a lot of bad decisions and bad bad mistakes and 
and a lot of that was just driven by being a bad guy you know and I I didn't want to be like that anymore so this was my life it was going to be standards and rules and I was going to become a boring simpleton (laughs) and I was going to I was going to be very like I'm just I'm just a, a dull stick and this is how I do things now and uh, that's what I wanted, and I fought for that. And of course, you know, I'm, I'm joking about being a dull stick and boring and everything, because I'm not any of those things. I'm amazing, and so um, <laughs> self-love. Am I right? So anyway, uh, when I decided, you know, that this is how I was going to be, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I was scared. I, I, I was afraid that I was gonna potentially lose a a girl that I'm interested in, and. Um, when I was doing this with my girlfriend and she was into it, oh man, the excitement of like, oh, okay, all right then, this is exactly how I want things to go. And she was very into it. And, you know, of course, that's one of the main reasons we got married is because she was like, I, I want to do things like this. And I was like, awesome. And, and they weren't all just my own standards. She, she definitely had her own say so, you know, we talked it over together. We made decisions together. And, um, we talked like adults and we met with each other and had coffee with each other you know we would like try to talk and, and you know i say had coffee but i actually don't know if we ever had coffee together i think we only went to like chili's and johnny carino's i know she'll remember that one even though that wasn't a date that was a accidental get together um and then also um cracker barrel comes to mind for some reason but i don't know maybe not maybe maybe She'll know. She's my wife. She'll, she'll tell me. <laughs> but I say all that because what's interesting is today in, in the church, uh, not just in, in the church world as a whole, um, man, dating is confusing. I see how these kids are and they're very, <laughs> it's confusing. It's confusing, man. Like they, like, okay, I had these standards, right? I, I'm I'm be real with you. Those standards came mostly from my own, like, I prayed about it and I felt like this is right and then I had an accountability circle and I talked to them and I said I felt like I'm gonna do things like this and then I I had authoritative figures in my life like my parents and my my headship like my pastor you know and and other you know figures like bible study leaders and whatnot and I ran it all by them and they're like that's great i think that's a good idea don't be afraid of that you know and then even some of them told me you know you don't have to do it like this whatever but i had my own conviction and i did pray about it and i felt like i'm, I'm gonna do it like this you know and and um I, I felt like i'm i'm an adult like this is me being an adult this is me stepping into manhood part of being a man is being able to make firm decisions and not being like timid about it you know i'm gonna be confident in what i decide in and that's what i did and uh i didn't want to go to my girlfriend and tell her uh well pastor said i need to do things like this or so and so said we're gonna do things like this or you know no i wanted i wanted her to see a confident young man handsome strikingly handsome confident young man in front of her telling her um i feel like we should do things like this and and just full of confidence like i, I i'm serious i i wanted to be just exuberating confidence and whenever she saw me making a decision it was firm it was solid it was like boom this out even even though i was jittery and nervous and scared and unsure i i wanted her to see me as this i'm a decision maker i'm i'm just a solid confident decision maker i'm a man you know and that's how i felt 
I and not, not like a jerk. You know what I mean? Like I, I didn't want to come to her and be like, "Listen, woman, you know that that was not ever how I I treated her, and I I don't treat her like that." I but I wanted her to to see me caring about our relationship, and when I made these confident decisions, what I was saying is, "I care about you." I'm doing this because I I want to protect me and I want to protect you and I want to protect you from me. <laughs> so it's like I want us to do this a certain way because I care about you. And as our relationship grew, that became more solid and stern where it turned into I'm I'm making these decisions because I love you and eventually, you know, I want to do this because I want you to be my wife. And it like just grew. It grew. It went from I want to protect myself, I want to protect you, to I care about you so much. I, I just want to keep making good decisions. I want right decisions. And not just be a knucklehead. Because it is so tempting. Let me tell you. It is so tempting as a young man to just be a straight up knucklehead when it comes to dating. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun. I'm going to be honest. It's fun to be an idiot. It's fun to be silly and just be like, oh, I'm just a rebel. I don't care what anybody says about me. The bad guy. And it draws attention. It, in fact, it's the it's the simple way out. I've done it many times. And the fast, you know, the easy way to grab attention is just to be an idiot, just to be a knucklehead and say, be belligerent and say all the dumb things out loud and, you know, pick on other people for being squeaky clean and doing things a certain way. I've been there. I've done that. And uh, it, it grabs attention so easily. And you can easily be that guy and get that attention from, from girls left and right. No problem. Because that for some reason there's, a, there's an attraction to a bad boy. And there's something about the bad boy that just gets that attention. But uh, bad boys stay bad boys. And girls don't want eventually... They don't want to be dating a boy anymore. They want a man. And if you're going to be a man, you need to learn to make mature, solid decisions and and be firm in what you follow. You know, believe in something and be firm in it. And um, I don't feel like the religious world fully understands that. You know, I think they're stuck on scriptures like submit, you know, and and you know just show you be a man and it's like scriptures for pastors you know what i mean like i I feel like the religious world misses that mark and i i feel like uh in the church dating today these kids are so confused that they create off the wall stuff you know and and um and some of them go overboard or some of them are too lax and it's it's just confusing confusing and unsure and and i know i get it i i know at this point of the episode it sounds like so what you're saying is everything you did is how everybody should do everything no that worked for me and my wife it worked for us but something that i feel and i and i keep saying guys because i feel like it's the guy's responsibility they should be able to communicate to a girl and say I would like to do things like this and then start the conversation of how should we go about it and not awkwardly I'm not saying like that's how you that's how you date uh, you know you know you got to work your way up to that I guess if you wanted to start it if I had to tell you how to talk to a girl I would imagine you want to just go out with her and get to know her a little bit first and don't even make it up don't say anything like hey I want to get to know you more as a friend no man just go out and hang out just hang out for a little bit, you know, be patient, 
be patient and get to know each other here and there and don't show any intent right away and then eventually at the right time whether it's after a month or two months or six months or whatever you know you eventually say i got feelings for you and if if you're cool with it i'd like to talk to you more than just a friend you know and and that might work i don't know it might not and if it doesn't it's not the end of the world i think that's a big part with these kids man is it's the end of the world if they don't accept my feelings for them when i told my now wife um that i i liked her i i'm I'm being very like straight here that i remember my intent was simply to tell her i have feelings for you and i'd like to talk to you more than a friend if you're okay with it which means that there is a possibility that she didn't want anything to do with me and i was okay with that my the back of my head i I basically was like you know i just want to let her know how i feel and if she's not for it that's fine it's just i feel like it's the right time for me to at least tell her how i feel and then we can go from there and uh you know maybe i can see how she feels after a week or two you know and be like the guy from dumb and dumber like if she's just kind of like well i don't know so you're telling me there's a chance you know i don't know just kind of hope for the best kind of thing so um i do feel like today people need to be more patient and i feel like they need to quit over dramatizing things and acting like things are the end of the world when they're not because the end of the world does not take place when your relationship doesn't work out that's not that's not how things work um and i think that men need to be men i think they need to be more firm in their decision making and they need to create that firmness and uh, sturdiness by being accountable talking to other people opening up asking for help and letting other guys know you know i don't really know what i'm doing i'm just trying things out and i i want to do better what can i do and for girls i don't want to speak on that (laughs) i think for girls i'm gonna have to bring my wife on but if i had anything it would just be to focus on yourself and if you're a child of god then focus on god you focus on god and focus on yourself let the guy notice you instead of you trying to always you know do whatever it takes to force yourself in front of him all the time and that's probably as much as i can say on that without sounding like a jerk you know i don't want to say anything that makes me sound like i'm anti-girl or something i got three daughters so no of course i'm not you know of course i'm all for it but they're not gonna date until they get their doctorates you know their phds and um the guy you know he'll have to do a couple tours in the military and probably make at least six figures starting and i'm gonna ask for like a deposit of some sort just to talk to her so just in case you're wondering how I feel about that. 